say thank you, God. Thank you, God, for this day. Thank you, God, for waking us up this morning, God, to seek your face, God, to hear your word, Lord. Thank you, God, for Easter Sunday one more time. Thank you, God, for the hope that you brought to the world through your son, Jesus Christ, God. Thank you, Lord, that when we feel like we are down and out and knocked out and our situations are dead, you will raise us up. You have a resurrection. Hallelujah. You have a resurrection for all of us. We are not defeated. We are the victors and not the victims, God. We are strong in faith, God. So we ask you today to bless our service today as we come seeking your face, to hear us, God, to heal us, God, to give us your peace, to give us your hope and your joy as we come into your worship service today, God. We ask you to anoint our church service and even those that are online that need to hear a word today. Bless all of us today, God, as we come to your presence, God, to worship you, to worship you and your son, Jesus Christ, today, God. We ask you, God, as we come to worship you, Lord, that you bless us, God. Bless us, God, as we give you our time. Give us back time, God, as we give you our offerings. Give us back offerings, God, God. As you give us our talents, Lord, give us back talent, God. We give everything our whole life to you, God. We ask you to anoint our service, our Easter service, Lord, with your Holy Spirit, because without you, we are nothing. We cannot have a church without your son, Jesus Christ, and without the Holy Spirit. Minister to us today. Send us your comforter, not just here in New Life in Calvary, all over the world, Lord, all over the world, God. Let your people, let your church be gathered in your name this morning, God. And we ask you to remove distractions. Call your church all over the world. Let somebody be saved today because somebody needs to know that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, God. And help us to have that hope and that peace. And when people have questions about Jesus, give us the right answers, God. Give us the right words, Lord. Help us to minister to our family and friends, to our unsaved loved ones today, God. Fill us up so we can send us out into the world today in our service. So, God, we ask you to anoint our service today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Is anybody ready to worship God today? Well, we invite you to stand up on your feet. And we're going to be singing about Jesus today. If you're at home, we invite you to get up on your feet and sing with us.
Thank you so much, praise team and praise band, and happy Easter to everybody. Did somebody feel the Holy Spirit today when we were singing and giving God praise? Hallelujah. We just say thank you, Lord, for coming to our presence today, God. Coming into our worship service today, Lord. Thank you, God, that you are with us and you love us, God. Thank you, Lord, for Easter Sunday, God, and for giving us a hope in you, a savior, a friend, a lover of our soul, God. We just ask you, God, to continue to give us your grace. We don't deserve your grace, God, but we just say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your son Jesus that died for our sins. Why we were still lost in our sins. You still died for us, God, because you loved us. You loved us enough to care for us, to go ahead of us, God. So we just say thank you. Thank you for the love that we have received from you today, God. And help us, Lord, to go out into the world and show that same love to somebody else. The scripture says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. And in the same way, love somebody else as you love yourself. So we just say thank you, Lord, for just showing us the, the real love and showing us that you even care, that you know how we feel. You know how it feels to be betrayed. You know how it feels to be down and out. You know how it feels to be accused, God. And we can look to you even in our lowest moments, God. Psalm 23 says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, you are with me. Hallelujah. 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 We say thank you for your son, Jesus, that modeled strength on this earth, that modeled us how to be a true Christian, how to show to them in the kingdom of God, your kingdom is, is not here on this earth, God. But we just say thank you, Lord, that we live by a higher standard, God. Help us, Lord, to just guide us with the Holy Spirit that you died to give us. The Holy Spirit, thank you, our comforter, Lord, that helps us and guides us every day so that we can take up our cross, so that we can go out and show the, 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 the love to this world, Lord. We are praying for our world right now, God. We come to you, God. Yeah, you know that when we know that when two or three are gathered, you are in our midst. So we just say thank you that you hear us, Lord. You hear us, God. You hear us, God. Hallelujah. So we just say thank you, Lord, that you are empowering us to go out. We're praying for the world, Lord. We're praying for peace in this world. We're praying for hope in this world today. Don't do it tomorrow, Lord. Send healing now. Send restoration now, Lord. Resurrect us now, God. Lord, we don't want to go through another COVID pandemic to come to you, Lord. Just help us to come to you, Lord. Help us to love you without going through a hard time. Help us to just put you first, Lord, in every situation. Move our hearts, Lord. Move new life at Calvary to change our hearts, God, to love your son, Jesus Christ, God. Help us to be followers and disciples after our Father, after our Savior, Lord. Help us to really look at the scriptures this week, God. Help us to read the Bible, Lord. Help us to be reading the Bible, Lord, and to be following you, God. You know, there are a lot of people coming to church today, God. I pray, Lord, I pray, Lord, all around this world that we can take something back out into our world so somebody will know that Jesus Christ is still alive. 
then Jesus Christ is our Savior. He is our healer. He is our Redeemer, God. So we, we're praying for our sick and shutting, God. We thank you in advance for healing, God, because we know that you died. We know that you took 39 lashes for those 39 major types of diseases in 2023. So we say thank you for your healing. By your stripes that you had on Good Friday, we are healed, God. We just say thank you for your healing, God. Thank you for your speedy healing, God. You can speak a word sometimes for healing. And we say thank you for your healing, God, for our sick and shutting, for our prison ministry. We say thank you for healing of the heart, God. Turn their hearts toward Jesus Christ, God. And let somebody be saved, God. We are praying for our church and for our children, Lord. Cover our children this week, Lord. As some of them have state testing this week, we ask you, God, for your guidance, Lord. We ask you, God, for your help, Lord. We ask you to remove distractions, God, and help them to pass the test. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We ask you to put the right friends in their path, God, and move the wrong friends out of their life, God, and help them to be a light to the world. Help them to, to share the love of Jesus Christ with somebody else, God. And for our church, Lord, we are praying, God, that today somebody gets saved. Somebody don't know Jesus Christ. And we pray that today, today, somebody gets saved, God, in new life in Calvary. Hallelujah. And we're praying around the world, somebody gets saved today, God. Help us, Lord, to just go out this week. Help us, God, to just share your ministry and, uh, in the love of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the most controversial person on this earth. And so on Easter Sunday, God, give us a word. We ask you to bless Pastor Kelly as she speaks. Give us a word that we need to hear so we can share um, with somebody else. And bless us today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 So we are going to recite our church purpose statement. So we're going to ask you to rise and recite what we believe. Benjamin R. Williams Sr., Benjamin R. Williams Jr., Little 
Washington LP Oregon Senior, Chris Cagle, Christopher Tom, Michael B. Fry, Ann Vermeilen, Ann Vermeilen, Swathi and Willie Sullivan, D'Angelo Ward, Katie and Elijah Freeman, Nazir Sullivan, Mary Holland, John and Johnny Haynes, the Baines family, Louis P. Smith II, Frank Fields, Catherine and Felix Williams, Mabel and Clifford Littlejohn, William Ray, Mercedes and Isaac Riley, Geneva and Douglas Meyer, Judy and Gary Williams, Mary Mitchell, Margie Price, mother, Charles James, Mr. and Mrs. Russell, Chrissy Russell, Lula and Robert Pope, Sonny and Lucas Sonny, Matthew Smith III, Mildred Gray, Timothy Needham, Arthur Gray III, Mrs. Martha Marie Strong, mother, Mr. James E. Hunt, husband, Mr. James L. Strong, father, and memory of our deceased members of Lazarus Owen Duke, Indian, in memory of Janice Allgood Ellis, in memory of the Shropshire family, in memory of the Jackson family, in memory Zach and Sarah DuBose, Ludi and Louise Jackson, Toby and Samantha Gillespie, John and Johnny Dixon, Wilbert, Hattie, Peggy, and Russell Hendricks, Willie Wirtz, Dolores Adams, Edna White, Moffitt family, Debbie Jolly, Francis Dye, Evelyn Reese, John Wallace, Elise Wallace, Sylvester Barnes Jr., Pauline E. Barnes, Diane R. Jeffries, James Franklin Sr., Delilah W. Reed, Maria Bulls, and all my family and friends, Diane R. Jeffries, James Franklin Sr., Delilah W. Reed, Douglas Thomas, husband, father, friend, Gregory Thomas, brother-in-law, Dorothy Stallings, sister, Leona Johnson, sister, family of Townsend, Thurman, Marie, William Irma Anthony, Willie and Priscilla Phillips, honor of Mildred Little, in memory of Little Hubs Point and Taylor Lovelin, Mr. and Mrs. Michael Russell, Mrs. Gertrude Mullins, Amherst Milchester, Willie Mae Downing, my mother, in honor and memory of the Parker family, Ali Mae Price. Family, you may say a name now at this time. If you did not see a name in the bulletin and then some of you would like to say their name out loud, you may say so now. Amen. Thank you. We remember. Praise God. We will now be blessed with a special choir called the Levi's and Calvin Bell Choir. Amen.
God in the form of our tithes and offerings. Amen. Has God been good to you this week? Do y'all plan on eating when y'all leave here today? <laughs> Hallelujah. So let's give to God. Today is the second Sunday of April, and our second Sunday offering, our special offering, goes to help our prison ministry. Amen. And our prison ministry has truly been busy taking care of those that are incarcerated. So if you are able, we are asking today that you will give to our prison ministry. As our ushers come forward, let's bow our heads in prayer. Gracious and holy God, you are the great giver, the great provider, Lord Jesus, and we say thank you. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for making sure that we have everything that we need and more, Lord Jesus. Before we can even act sometimes, Lord, you deliver, Lord, and we say thank you. Thank you for showing us your favor. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you, Lord, for loving us enough to see us through. We pray, we pray, Holy Spirit, right now, in the name of Jesus, that you will bless these tithes and offerings, Lord. We want to be found faithful in your kingdom, Lord. We want to take care of your people, serve the community, Lord, serve people far and wide, Lord Jesus. So we pray that you would bless these offerings, Lord, to multiply the ministry, Lord, here at New Life at Calvary and beyond. We thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Praise God. As the ushers are collecting the offering, for those of you that are joining us online, we have several easy ways for you to participate in the offering today. You can go right here to NOAC.TV and establish your website giving account. For those that like to use Cash App, go ahead and put that dollar sign in, the number 2, NLAC, and your offering comes right to us. For those that like to mail in or drop off your offering, our address is 2020 E79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. That address again is 2020 E79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. We are so blessed and honored, amen? So blessed and honored to be able to give back to God and our tithes and offerings. Praise God. Gracious and holy God, Lord Jesus, you have truly outdone yourself today. You, Lord, always are so amazing, so giving, so kind, Lord Jesus. And we just are honored to be able to celebrate you this Easter Resurrection Sunday. Thank you, Lord, for the hope that we have in you. Thank you for the ability to worship and honor you, Lord Jesus. We are here today all because of you. We are here, Lord, to worship you, to pray to you, Lord, to surrender ourselves wholly unto you. And gracious God, I would pray that the meditation and the words of my mouth and heart would be pleasing unto you. Help us to focus.
focus on your will. Help us to focus on your plan and focus on your purpose for our lives. We thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Praise God. So this is a little different, amen? <laughs> Being up here, we wanted to make sure we had enough seats to accommodate everyone that would be up in church today. Hallelujah. Look around and tell your neighbor, I'm glad you came to church today. <laughs> it is so good to see you. And I can really see y'all faces from up here. I could have been standing up here the whole time. I can see everybody. <laughs>
you know, go sleep with your wife so we can pretend the baby is yours. Uriah wasn't having it, though. And so King David called for the death of Uriah. And we learned that Uriah was betrayed. How many of you all have been betrayed before in your life? All of us, amen. <laughs> so that was Sermon 1. Say Sermon 1. And that was betrayal. Say betrayal. Number two. Y'all remember number two? What was number two? Forsaken for me. Who did we learn about being forsaken? Hagar, Sarah, Ishmael, Isaac, and one other one. Who's my, uh, Ishmael and Isaac, right? So we learned about forsaken. Forsaken means to be abandoned, to be deserted, to be left alone. And Hagar was kicked out of the family, and she was left alone. Who would agree with me to say that Jesus has been forsaken? Have you ever been forsaken in your life? Have you ever felt abandoned and left alone, right? So we got betrayal, say betrayal, and forsaken, say forsaken. Now we're up to sermon number three. We're moving fast, y'all. What was sermon number three about? Accused. And who did we learn about in sermon number three? We learned about John Mark. And we learned John Mark was the apostle who actually wrote the story. He knew the disciple Peter, and he wrote down Peter's story. So we learned that John Mark was working with the apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul and John Mark got into an argument that was so bad that Paul accused John Mark of not doing his job. Anybody in here ever felt accused of doing something, whether you did it or not? That was John Mark. The argument got so bad that one went one way and the other went another way. Who can agree with me that Jesus has been accused? All right, moving on to number four, y'all. We knocking it out. <laughs> Who remembers what we learned in sermon number four? Anybody? That was kind of the halfway mark. Punished. Punished. Punished for me. That's right. We learned about Peter. Peter denied Jesus how many times? Three times. And it was ironic that while Peter was standing there looking up at Jesus on the cross, Jesus was accepting the punishment for Peter. Have you ever got a punishment before that, you know, you didn't deserve, but you got it anyway? I remember on that summer, we all talked about some spankings that we got that, you know, somebody else deserved to get that spanking, but we got it, didn't we? <laughs> so we can agree that Jesus has been betrayed forsaken, accused, and punished. Say sermon number five. <laughs> I know y'all wish it had gone this fast, right, when we was doing it. So on sermon number five, I'm going to give y'all a clue. That one was called Down and Out. Down and Out. Who did we learn about in that sermon? That was Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. We learned about the sibling group, right? And Mary and Martha had to watch their brother die. And then what happened? Jesus came and raised Lazarus. <laughs> but we can say that Lazarus, Mary, and Martha at one point were down and out. Anyone ever felt down and out in your life? Would you say Jesus was down and out? So again, we got betrayed, 
forsaken, accused, punished, and down and out. And last Sunday was Palm Sunday, Sermon 6. Say number 6. That was Palm Sunday. And we met Jesus and the multitudes. And they were cheering Jesus along. He was riding on a what? Donkey. And they were yelling, Hosanna, Hosanna, right? And Jesus predicted his own death. He was tortured on Good Friday, and he died, right? Those of you all that came to the Good Friday service, we had a good Good Friday, didn't we? And we talked about the death of Jesus, because we know Jesus, again, was betrayed, say betrayed, forsaken, accused, punished, down and out, and finally, he died. Say he died. So we went through all of this together so that we can learn together that every single thing that is happening to us in our lives right now, every single thing that has ever happened to the people in the Bible has happened to Jesus. You see, sometimes we can call these setbacks. Say setbacks. Setbacks. You may have heard this phrase sometime in your life that you cannot have a comeback without having a setback. Say that again with me. You cannot have a comeback without having a setback, right? You have to have a setback. But most of us don't want to have a setback in life, do we? Setbacks always precede a comeback. Say that with me. Setbacks always precede a comeback. And I know most of us don't want to hear because I know I didn't like to hear it at all. But reality is, the more we want to be like Christ, anybody want to be like Christ today? All right then, the more we want to be like Christ, here is our reality. We are going to experience what Jesus experienced. That means we are going to experience betrayal, right? We are going to experience times of being forsaken, amen? We are definitely going to be accused as a Christian. Do you feel accused sometimes? We are definitely going to be punished. Anybody want to raise your hand and get your punishment today? <laughs> One of us, two of us, amen. We are going to have times when we feel down and out. And my friends, we are going to experience death. We are. You see, my friends, we need to get a bigger view. Do your hands like this. This is your bigger view. <laughs> we need a bigger view of suffering. Because most of us don't want to suffer, do we? Anybody want to suffer today? No, we want to go home and have a good time, don't we? Let me ask you, do you feel like you came into this world so that you could have a feel-good experience? Anybody? No, because we didn't come into this world to have a, a feel-good experience, did we? I know the world wants us to believe that we were born to live lives of comfort. We were born to live lives of bliss. But tell your neighbor, you better ask somebody. Better ask somebody. There is more suffering in this world than comfort all day, every day. More of us will suffer all day, every day. I know many of us think our problems. See, here's, here's where we're going to go, right, y'all? Stay with me, though. Tell your neighbor, stay with Pastor Kelly. I know many think our problems would be solved if we would just get the right people in government. Tell your neighbor that ain't going to work. I know many would, would believe 
said, if we could just get those Republicans out of office, or if we could just get those Democrats out of office, or if the independents were in charge, everything would be okay. Tell your neighbor it's not going to be okay. <laughs> I know many would think all of our problems would be solved if the rich people would just give us poor folks some money. Anybody? <laughs> I mean, I would like to try, even though I know it's not going to work. But if all the, you know, the billionaires would just share the wealth. <laughs> but tell your neighbor, our problems won't be solved. Many think our problems would be solved, especially for us as African Americans, would, would believe our problems would be solved if we just had those reparations. I want my 40 acres in the mule. Tell your neighbor, it's not going to help you. <laughs> you can have four or five mules. We still going to have problems. Many would believe that our problems would be solved if we would just stop hating each other and learn to get along, right? Many, even especially for us that are women, would think our problems would be solved if we just got rid of that patriarchy. Those men. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, that's not going to help us either. <laughs> you see, we as humans, we have a sin problem. Tell your neighbor, you got a sin problem. Tell your other neighbor, you got a sin problem too. We have a sin problem. You see, we are just like Judas in the Bible. When given the opportunity to sin, if no one can see us, every time we will choose sin. If we think we can get away with it, and I know y'all think it because y'all holy. Y'all holy. Not me, Pastor Kelly. Oh, yes, you. Every single one of us, if we can get away with it, we will choose sin. We will turn on our neighbors in a heartbeat. And I know, again, you're probably sitting there thinking, oh, no, not me, not me. But I know it's you, and it's me. Why? Because I always is first for humans. I, say I. I, and if it's not I, guess what? It's me. Say me. Me. We always put I and me first. I want my comfort. I want things the way I want them. If y'all do something that I don't like, I am certainly going to complain. Hallelujah. And I know y'all going to complain with me. <laughs> because we want our comfort, don't we? We want it the way we want. And if we don't get what we want, guess what? We get mad, don't we? How many ever been mad in this room? Anybody ever been real mad? <laughs> I want you to give this to me right now. We never, ever, ever want to have a setback, do we? None of us want to have a setback. We always want things our way. And sometimes, saints, sadly, when people don't get things their way, here they go. That church is fake and phony. God is not real. I didn't get things my way. That God doesn't exist. Anybody ever heard of that statement before? Saints, we are going to have some setbacks in life. Tell your neighbor you're going to have a setback. Matter of fact, you're going to have a lot of setbacks. Tell your neighbor you're going to have a lot of setbacks, not just one or two. And when we look again at Jesus, I want to talk to us for a minute about some of Jesus' setbacks. Because Jesus had some setbacks, didn't he? One of his setbacks happened when he had a friend whom he loved and trusted. Anybody got a good friend? Your best friend. Y'all been friends since kindergarten. Knew each other because your mothers was pregnant at the same time kind of friend. You trust that friend with your life. Who got a friend like that? All right. Got that friend. 
Jesus had a friend that he trusted. And that friend sold him for 30 silver coins. Do y'all know how much 30 silver coins is worth today? About $265. I was like, what? That's it? <laughs> you had your friend turn on you for $265? I could have gave you that $265 if that's all you needed. But some of us have friends right now that have betrayed us, don't we? Friends that we cannot trust, that we've known our entire lives. But again, we cannot have a comeback without a setback. Say that with me. Cannot have a comeback without a setback. You see, Jesus had a lot of friends. Remember the story? He was in the Garden of Gethsemane, right? He was in the Garden with who? The disciples. What did he ask them to do? Pray with me, right? What did the friends do? Oh, they went to sleep so fast. Oh, they went to sleep. Some of y'all sleep now, and I can see y'all. Can't even stay woke during the sermon. <laughs> Not your neighbor. Tell them to wake up. <laughs> Jesus asked his friends. How many of y'all have asked a friend to pray for you sometime? Jesus asked his friends the simple text, pray for me, pray for me. They all together, Jesus praying, he looked to the left, he looked to the right, and they sleep. Wow. Do you feel like, you know, Jesus was having a setback in that moment? That was a setback. Say it again. We cannot have a setback without a comeback, right? So then they in that garden, Jesus get off his knees. He look at them and tell them, it's too late. Y'all don't messed up. And then those soldiers arrive. Y'all remember the part of the story, the soldiers arrive? And Jesus is arrested in the garden. And he had committed no crime. He had done no wrong. Today we keep talking about police brutality, right? All over the news, especially for black people. And we all know it's wrong. Say it's wrong. We know it's horrible. Say it's horrible. Yes, we want it to change. Say we want it to change. But guess what? We're not the first ones, saints. I keep saying that we are going through the same things that Jesus went through in this world. Jesus was arrested. Say Jesus was arrested. Jesus was beaten. If Jesus was living today and had the same experience, he'd be one of the black men on the news. Amen? Jesus, y'all all remember Rodney King? Y'all remember George Floyd? Guess what? They wasn't the first men to get arrested and get, get beat up. Jesus was the first. But here's the difference. Rodney King, he, he committed a crime. George Floyd, he had committed a crime. Jesus had committed no crime. No crime. But again, do we think this is a setback? Is it a setback that he got arrested? Yes, it is, amen. But again, we cannot have a comeback without a setback. Our dancers probably here, amen. <laughs> they got to get in their spots. See, this is a setback right now. This is my setback in the middle of my sermon. But we're going to see. I cannot have a comeback, right, without my setback. <laughs> see how that works in our lives? Y'all going to take that with y'all this week. Every time something don't go the way you plan, 
you say, I cannot have a comeback without a setback. That's that, right? So Jesus got arrested that first time in the garden. Then he was taken to trial. Most of us don't pay attention how many times Jesus had to stand before the court. The first time he stood in front of the court, he was in front of uh, Caiaphas. Uh-oh, he go another setback. Here we go, y'all. The Lord really going to test me today. You going to work this sermon, Pastor Kelly. You going you gonna to live this. <laughs> Got music playing and everything. <laughs> so Jesus was on trial. He's standing in front of Caiaphas, right? And I'm, uh, Jasmine, I don't know if I have it over there for you. Do you have Matthew 26? Verse 67, if you can pull that up when you get a chance. Matthew 26, verse 67. Let, let's, is that it? That's not it. <laughs> so Jesus, here I am, another setback. They just keep coming, y'all. They just keep coming. Every pastor knows most of the messages that we get is, is more for us than it is for y'all. Because we have to really live this, and it is so hard to preach to y'all about, you know, when you have that setback, just know your comeback is coming. <laughs> but every little thing can go wrong in our lives will go wrong, and we have to acknowledge, oh, I'm having a setback. My comeback is on the way, amen? So Jesus was arrested, right? He was standing in front of Caiaphas, and they were humiliating Jesus. They were degrading him. He was considered a laughing stock. They even, Scripture tells us, they spit in his face. Anybody ever had spit, got spit at? Oh, it's just nasty, ain't it? You like ducking and dodging. Matter of fact, this just happened to me this week, now that I think about it. I got spit out right out in the parking lot. Jesus was spit at. Others actually slapped him. He's standing in front of the court. And somebody comes up to him and slaps him and says, prophesy to us, Messiah, who hit you? What kind of trial is that? It seems like a sham trial, don't it? Folks is hitting him. Folks is spitting on him. Folks is, you know, degrading him. That's a hard trial to go through. But here it is. I told y'all everything that we go through, Jesus has gone through. Think about our court system today. I'm so glad Ruth is in the house. Do y'all think the court systems got as bad as they are today? They didn't just appear today. They was always bad. Jesus had the original horrible judge in front of him. Because, again, my friends, we as humans have a sin problem. Say sin problem. So Jesus is in court, and he's having another setback. Say it again with me. You cannot have a comeback. Let's do that again. <laughs> we cannot have a comeback without a setback. <laughs> we get it, y'all. <laughs> so that was his first trial. He's spit upon. He's kicked and abused. Now he got a second trial. He's going before the Sanhedrin and Herod and, and Pilate. And Pilate is standing there, and Pilate says, This man has committed no sin. What if you have a judge that acknowledges you have done no wrong? You expect the judge to tell you, go home, right? No, that's not what happened to Jesus. The judge asked him, what do you want me to do? They yelled out, crucify him, crucify him, 
crucify him. Again, seemed like a shady kind of court, right? The, the evidence is showing I'm innocent, and yet I'm being convicted and accused and guilty. And again, in Matthew, we see Pilate is standing there, and Pilate says, I'm washing my hands of this. This is all your fault. I'm walking away. And again, the crowd yells, crucify him, crucify him. So do you think Jesus is having another setback? His friends betrayed him. The court is accusing him. He's being punished for something he never did. And then after this, guess what? They decide that first beating wasn't good enough. Anybody ever been in a fight? I mean, a real fight. When you was like punching and throw, you was, you know, throwing hands. Somebody was throwing hands back at you. I still remember my brothers used to get in fights all the time. I may have told this story, but it's traumatizing, so I'm still talking about it. But, you know, the rule was if one person fought, everybody jumped in, right? My brother fighting, I'm a little girl, so I jump in. That one boy picked me up, swung me around, and dropped me to the ground. <laughs> I can't take pain, y'all. <laughs> And here's Jesus. He is on his second beating. And they are beating him. They're torturing him. They put a crown of thorns on his head. And he's so beaten. He's so broken down. His blood dripping all over him. And then they tell him, here, carry this cross. Carry the cross. You can't even see straight. Carry the cross. And Jesus is struggling. and He's having a hard time carrying that cross. So guess what? They grabbed somebody out of the crowd named Simon. Simon was just standing there having a good day. He just came to watch what was happening. Do y'all think Simon felt like carrying somebody else's cross? If I told you right now, come up here and help me carry my cross, you going to come help me? Some of y'all would. Some of y'all going to go right out the door. <laughs> it's hard to carry somebody else's burdens. So not only was Jesus having a setback, Simon of Cyrene was having a setback. Everybody that day was having a setback. Say it with me. We cannot have a comeback without a setback. Jesus was so down and out. And everyone that was there that day watching that scene, they thought that Jesus had lost. That's what I love about the story of Jesus they thought he lost, y'all. He over there, he can barely walk. He trying to carry that cross. He got blood dripping all over from him. Y'all ever seen a, a, a boxing match? And the boxer, he don't got so beat up. His eyes is all, can't even see. You know, blood is coming over. And we think he lost the, the match, right? They thought Jesus had lost. All the religious leaders, all the political leaders, all the witnesses that day, they thought Jesus had lost. How could he not have lost? Think about the story at that moment. Jesus is on the cross now. How could he have not lost? He's on the cross. They said, if you're the Messiah, get yourself off that cross. Looked like he had lost, right? But he hadn't lost. He was just having a setback. And we cannot have a comeback without a setback. Here's Jesus on that cross. He's ha 
there for hours. He says, it is finished. He takes his last breath and he dies. It looks like he's lost, y'all. Looks like he's defeated. But we cannot have a comeback without a setback. Jesus actually died on that cross. Say he died. He died, y'all. He was so dead, they placed his body in a tomb. Then they put a big stone in front of the tomb, and then they put some guards in front of the tomb because they knew that they had won and Jesus had lost. Again, we cannot have a comeback without a setback. Jesus looked way setback, didn't he? He was way, way back. Right now in our world, it looks like the church is having a setback. It looks like the church is dying. So many people are leaving the church today. So many have given up. It's so much despair. I mean, people will even say God is dead. They will even say his church is dead too. But tell your neighbor, we're not dead. We just have a setback. Cannot have a comeback without a setback. You see, the message of the gospel is not popular. That's what I want y'all to hear today. The message of the gospel has never been popular. It is not the same message that the world gives. We give a different message. And people don't like the message of the gospel. They don't like it. You see, Jesus was in that tomb. Say he was dead. He was dead for three days. Three days. He was all the way dead. And everyone thought everything was over. And some of you right now, you may be thinking in your life things is over. You may think and be thinking whatever situation you're struggling with, you may think you have lost You have not lost. You have not lost. You are having a setback. And again, you can't have a comeback without a setback, right? Some of us are here. We want to know what our purpose is. We want to know what the plan is for our lives. We want to know what God is doing. And we are begging God to answer our prayers. Who's waiting for God to answer your prayers? God hears you. Tell your neighbor, God hears you. You might be having a setback right now, but get ready for your comeback. Because again, we cannot have a comeback without a setback. Jesus died. Say Jesus died. But he didn't stay dead. He didn't stay dead. He rose again, didn't he? He rose again. He rose again. And then he started preparing us. Let me show y'all how he started preparing us. He knew that the world would get deceptive. Jasmine, if you're able, can you pull up our scripture today? Now this one I know you got. (laughs) Our scripture from the book of Matthew, chapter 24. Y'all got it? This is how Jesus prepared us. Let's read this. Jesus answered, watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and will deceive many. Keep going. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen. Think about that. 
Jesus is telling us exactly what's happening in our world today. Have you heard of a war? Have you heard rumors of war? Oh my God, there's so much happening online today. I mean, they talking about our money being taken over in July, a whole new Fed something going to be taking over all of our bank accounts. Have y'all heard that? Tell your neighbor, you better watch out. Because the Bible already talked about one monetary system. That's in prophecy, isn't it? Let's keep reading. Let's look at verse, um, what we was at? Verse 6. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Does this sound like something y'all experiencing today? In the world, nation rising against nation. What is this whole situation about the BRICS? Y'all watching the news? China, Russia, the African countries, they joining together. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. And it says these are the beginning. Tell your neighbor it's the beginning. It's going to get worse. But we cannot have a comeback without a setback. Let's keep reading because I want y'all to see how Jesus has prepared for us. Look at verse uh, 9. Ooh. Jasmine having a setback. It just went off completely. <laughs> we having another setback, y'all. Cannot have a comeback without a setback. See, Satan don't want us to know this, but the scripture says, you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. Here it is. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. Anybody feel hated ever? So you tell somebody about Christianity, they hating all over you, aren't they? Number 10, at that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. Keep going. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people because of the increase of wickedness. The love of most will grow cold. Look at that one line. Do y'all see that? The increase of wickedness and the love of most will grow cold. Here's the answer, 13. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Hallelujah. 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 Let's look at verse 14. And we'll be preaching the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. Betrayed, forsaken, abandoned, accused punished, down and out, and death. Then three days, say three days. Three days Jesus was down and out, y'all. Jesus had lost the game. He was completely counted out. And then he had the greatest comeback. He had the greatest comeback. He said three days later, I will rise. And he rose. He had the comeback like nobody else has ever come back, y'all. They counted him down and out, and he said, let me tell you something. I'm alive. I'm alive. Jesus is alive. And here is the good news. Say good news. Because Jesus lives, you live. Because Jesus rose, you rise. Because Jesus is, you are. Hallelujah. 
dead back. Hallelujah, y'all. Let's pray. (laughs) Gracious and holy God, you are so good. And you suffered and endured so much for all of us. Lord, help us in the times when we struggle and we lack faith and and we want to give up. Help us, Lord, to not give up. You stayed on that cross for us, Lord. Every person on this planet, you stayed on that cross for us. You could have gotten off that cross at any time, but you stayed up there for us. You were tortured and suffered for us. You laid in that tomb when you didn't have to lay in that tomb for us, Lord Jesus. And then you rose for us. And you gave us one more promise that you was coming back. Lord, we can't wait for you to come back. You can't get here fast enough, Lord. We are so ready for you to come back. But until you come back, Lord, help us to stay in the faith. Help us to keep the fight. Help us to finish our race. We thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen. We will now be blessed for every mountain by our liturgical dancers. Never would have made it. Never could.
somebody just need to testify to somebody next to them. Tell them, I'm strong. I'm wise. I'm better. Much better. When I look back over what he brought me through, I realize I made it because I had you to hold on to. Now I'm wiser. I'm better. So much better. I made it. Is there anybody in this house other than me that could declare you made it? Tell your neighbor, never would have made it. Tell them, never could have made it. Oh, I wish I had some help here. I wish I had just two or three people that would just declare it. Never would have made it. Never could have made it. I just. I just love to encourage myself. Sometimes I just look in the mirror and say, I'm strong. I'm wise. I am better. So much better. When I look back over what he brought me through, I realize I made it because I had you to hold on to. But I I never could have made it without you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I could have never would have made it. Never could have made it. Sing it one more time. All I need is one more time. Everybody say it with me. There's a part two.
without giving all of us an opportunity to get right with Jesus, amen, to know who our Lord is. So if we would just rise briefly, we're going to sing just for me. And while we're singing, those that would like to have prayer today, we can come to you. Um, it's a look. Okay, we are pastors, myself and Pastor Antonia, and the lay pastors, elders, we will come to you and pray. If you want to give your heart to Christ for the very first time, or you just want to get right with Jesus, or you may be even contemplating joining us here at New Life at Calvary, we would love to have you part of our church. As we come around, you can let any of us know. But let's sing this song.
Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, praise band and praise team. Praise God. Thank you for being here. I don't know what time it is, but since I know it's Easter Sunday and none of y'all got to go to work, I don't think we all right. <laughs> we all right. I just want to share some good news with us today. Uh, first, we again want to thank everyone for being here today. want to say happy birthday this week. We have one birthday that's listed. I'm sure there are more, but we have Jaden Martin. That's Pastor Antonia's nephew, amen. So happy birthday to Jaden. Is anybody else celebrating this week that we didn't get it in the bulletin? All right. Well, happy Easter, everybody. Y'all can see in the announcements, we have session this week for elders. Our food pantry is this week, so check that out. We need help with the grocery bag distribution. We do not have any life-sharing classes this week. We're on break. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why are the teenagers clapping so loud? <laughs> Jasmine Bang's play is next Sunday. Jasmine has a, a list. If you would like to go, we're, we're trying to get the group tickets. And so uh, if you all could let Jasmine know, put your name on the list. Jasmine, wave your hand so people know who you are. In the Heights, and that's uh, this coming week, there's a performance on the 14th, 15th, and the 16th. Right, Jasmine? But we're, we're trying to go as a group on the Sunday. But if you want to go ahead of us, you go ahead. But don't tell us about the play, okay? <laughs> want to say uh, condolences, continual prayer for Glenn Hendricks. His brother Russell passed away uh, on March the 28th, and he had a beautiful homegoing service yesterday. So we thank you all that supported Glenn and Shannon uh, at their home the homegoing service for his brother. Want to make sure Marvin Hayes has shared his book is out. It's on Go to Publish. It, it is just, just doing so well. God is so faithful. So it's a video feature of the book. Is that on YouTube, Marvin? The book trailer is on YouTube. So you can check that out. Do want to say thank you to everyone that came out for the, we had a lot going on this past week, y'all. Thank you if you came out to the Ten Commandments movie, if you came to the His Only Son movie, if you came to the Good Friday service, if you did Easter egg dying, or if you helped with the Easter car hop. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's a lot. Did I miss anything? <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Yes, the name of Marvin's book is The Story of a Man. Our book? Oh, you and God's book. Amen. <laughs> we want to say thank and your wife, Geraldine. Praise God. We do thank the praise team, Pearlie and Susan, and all this group over here. They made sure we were beautifully decorated, you all. So thank you. Thank you for your help with that. Um, guess what, y'all? The sanctuary is done. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 The sanctuary is done. They got done on Good Friday. <laughs> I wish we could, well, I could have caught all y'all here. We'd have cleaned up and had the service in the sanctuary. But we're going to take our time because it's a lot of stuff that needs to come back together. The sound system, the cameras need to be put back together. So we're going to take our time. So I don't know which Sunday we're going to be back, but we on our way back, y'all. We on our way back. So we can thank God. That's one project. Remember, we got a lot of projects, y'all. That's one project. 
still got the roof in here, the roof in the fellowship hall, the boiler, the kitchen. I don't want to go through the whole last list. We got company today, y'all. But y'all know, we, we working, we working. Hallelujah! <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> y'all going to get me up here dancing. We just had a setback, didn't we? Now we about to have our comeback. We about to have our comeback. <laughs> so those of y'all that don't go to our church, you got to come back when we, when we have our sanctuary Sunday because that's going to be a big comeback for us that day. We have been out of our sanctuary for over a year, and we cannot wait to get back in our sanctuary. So uh, we want to make sure that you all just carefully look through the program tomorrow because Holy Week extends to tomorrow, uh, uh, Easter Monday. The kids are going roller skating. Pastor Antonio and I are going to take the kids roller skating. So if you'd like to come out to USA Skate, but we're going to be here at the church at 10, right? So be here at the church at 10, and everybody is welcome. Uh, those of you that's a little shaky on skates, you'll go to laser tag. <laughs> All of our guests, as they were walking in today, we put your name on a raffle ticket because we do have some raffles. Trinity, you ready for me? Okay. Winnie got the tickets. Elijah going to be the puller-outer. If you had never been, the rule was, if you had never worshipped with us on an Easter Sunday, your name is in this jar, or should be. So wait, let me ask, did everybody get their name in? Okay. Oh, Whitney want to shout out names. <laughs> okay, go ahead, let them pick it out. You can't read it? <laughs> Lisa? Lisa Red? Lisa's been here before. Oh, okay. It's been a while, though. Tia. Oh, she's out on the other side. She's in the other room. Praise God, Tia. We'll set Tia's aside, okay. <laughs> and it's a $25 gift card, you all, and it has a, uh, Trini, what's on there? I, I forgot. Chili's, Panera, Cracker Barrel, Red Lobster. There you go. You be that said enough. Who's next? Tanea? T-A-N-E-A-H. There's no last name. Tania. T. Tania. Say it again. T-A-N. T-A-N. Oh, the number is 756-364. Okay. We're going to go home with, some, okay. with me having all the red lobster cards in a minute, y'all. <laughs> all righty. Brianna Martin. Brianna Martin. Praise God. There she is. She's never been with us on Easter Sunday. Thank you, Brianna. Um, it's spelled R-E-N-J-I or Regina? Regina, Reginald's daughter. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Elijah's trying to read him. 
Van. Van. Van, yes. All right. Praise God. Welcome to New Life at Calvary. You had comforting Easter egg, Diane, didn't you? Praise Praise God. You did say you were coming back. Thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> it says R. Woods Regina again. Yes. <laughs> she put one in for her son. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look at that smile. Look at that smile. Him and, and mommy going to get some red lobster. <laughs> Look, all right. I'm so glad we made you happy. <laughs> Eli. <laughs> Eli. Oh. <laughs> Give it to your grandma. Give it to your grandma. How you pull his own name, y'all? But he can't read, so. <laughs> Marissa Meredith. Marissa! Marissa is home from Japan. She right there. Marissa, come on now. <laughs> Marissa is Emma and Glenn Jackson's uh, granddaughter, great-granddaughter, and Keith, they're home for, from Japan, you all. Their dad is stationed in the military in Japan. Volante McCord. Volante? Oh, praise God, Volante. We've seen you we've seen you before. I can't remember what did you come to the Easter? Okay. No, I mean the Easter egg uh, thing. Okay. I'm gonna stop talking. I'm getting things mixed up. Is that all of them? Praise God. Okay. <laughs> all right. One of you have in your car, most of the cards, are, all of the cards are $25 gift cards with the exception of one. One was a $15 Subway card. So I don't know who got it, but God bless you at Subway. <laughs> Praise God. Saints. I think is that all of our announcements. We do invite you all to come back next Sunday or any Sunday that you would like to come back. And we're going to ask everyone to stand to receive the benediction. Gracious and holy God, as we depart from this place, but never from your sight, Lord Jesus, help us to be prepared for our setbacks, because we already know, Lord, we cannot have a comeback without a setback. Give us your love, your joy, your peace, your patience, your kindness, your goodness, your faithfulness, and your self-control so that we can be used in your world. We thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm mighty glad you came to church today.